personally, I would rather share with a small closed community than try and perform what I think will grab the algorithm's attention. Too many of my content decisions have been made based on what I think Instagram will show to my followers. And I don't like that. I don't like performing to keep the algorithm happy. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 552. Recently, I've noticed a lot of chatter in the online space about people who have been moving off of social media and into closed communities. I actually read a Wall Street Journal article recently about all of these influencers who have decided that because of the algorithm changes and uh, their content no longer reaching the the people who follow them, a bunch of pretty high-profile influencers are starting to also shift into running a smaller, closed community rather than relying on social media, whatever social media platform they built their influence on, to sustain their business, their brand. I personally, I think this is a really interesting shift and that's why I'm recording a whole episode on this. A lot of the time, I don't really pay attention to what the big influencers are doing out there because I think they play in a very different world to most of us business owners. But I think the place where influencers and business owners kind of intersect is that we're all creators in a way. Uh, we're all relying on the content that we are creating as a way of marketing our businesses. And I think that their shift, the influencers shifting into these smaller communities, is potentially something that we as business owners should pay attention to. I believe that in this world right now, we have so much content around us. There is no shortage of free content on TikTok, Instagram, podcasts, YouTube, blogs, everywhere. But sometimes we really just want to go deeper in with one person or with a community of people rather than going broad and shallow with all of the free content that's out there. Moving into a community style platform, and I'll talk a little bit about some of the platforms in a minute, but moving into that community means that these influencers' content is no longer at the whim of various algorithms. It's essentially algorithm-proof because where Instagram or TikTok might have decided who gets to see the content and who doesn't, once somebody's in your community, they can see all of that content. It's also censorship proof. Uh, we've all seen a lot of influencers on Instagram posting the wrong thing and Instagram decides to ban them or delete their posts or any, you know, they're, they're kind of censoring their content, even if it wasn't necessarily something bad, it wasn't hateful or anything like that. So having their own community gives that place where they can be censorship proof 
And then people can decide whether they want to be in that community consuming that content or whether they don't want to be and they can leave it rather than leaving that to Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or YouTube or whoever to make that decision. In TikTok, I, so I'm not an active consumer of TikTok, but I have played around with the platform a bit. In TikTok, the main newsfeed is recommendations based. It's, you know, it says for you and it recommends videos from people who you are not necessarily following based on the content that you have consumed and engaged with in the past. That makes it really hard for somebody on TikTok to reach the people who have followed them. Instagram is doing this as well. They're moving from a closed kind of feed where you got the content from the people you follow to more of a recommended for you feed where you are now getting you're getting shown content that they think you will want to see from people they think you will want to follow. That makes it a lot harder to reach the people who actually want what you are posting. And I don't know if any of you have noticed this, but if you're running Facebook ads, it's a lot harder these days to retarget people who have engaged with you on social media or who have downloaded a freebie of yours or visited your website because iOS 14.5, when that rolled out in 2021, that came with a button that said, ask app not to track. Now, if you have an iPhone, you probably will have seen this button. And essentially, it's Apple asking you, do you want us to give this data to Facebook or Instagram or whoever else is tracking your activity across all of these different apps, platforms, browsers that you are on so that they can serve you ads based on your activity. And since that has happened, it's from a privacy perspective, it's amazing. But as a business owner who wants to re-engage the people who follow me or re-engage the people who signed up to my email list or who have purchased from me, if I want to reach them in a different way to how I normally would, it makes it a lot harder to reach those people again. So that's where having a community can really be beneficial because you're not at the whim of the algorithm to get your content in front of the people who want to see it. I hear all the time from people who have followed me on Instagram. They're like, oh, I want to see your content, but I don't see it. And that's because the algorithm is showing them something else instead because the algorithm thinks, oh, maybe this piece of content we show them will keep them on Instagram for longer which means we can serve them more ads, which means we can make more money. That's all they've got. That's their goal. Uh, I talked about this a lot uh, in episode 525, where I talked about how Web3 is going to change the world of marketing. Instagram only really has that one goal, and that is keeping Meta's shareholders happy. Meta used to be called Facebook. They own Instagram. The other pro of communities is that people can choose which communities they want to be part of rather than the algorithm deciding what they want to see. And if they no longer like what is in one of the communities, great, they can vote with their feet and they can leave it. You also won't have any paid advertising interrupting your feed. Nobody else is trying to make money off of your content. It's you and your community. It's pretty awesome. But there are a couple of cons. So typically, growing a community is going to be a little bit harder than growing a social media following. Because unlike social media, your content won't be shown to people who aren't inside your community. So you need to be actively promoting that community elsewhere. For me, that when I start my community, that will look like this podcast. 
that will look like my email list. But if you don't already have an audience, it's going to be a little bit harder to grow that community. Another con is that you need to keep finding a way to bring your community back and get them to engage because if there is no, if there's nothing in it for them, if there's no reason for them to keep coming back and engaging with the community, they won't. And you also need to keep consistently sharing value in there. Otherwise, people won't use it. It can't just be another channel where you're sharing the exact same things that you're sharing elsewhere because why would somebody be in there? Why would they engage in there if they can get all of the free things in there elsewhere? Now, I do want to remind you, it's not a magic pill. If you are looking for a magic pill solution to grow your audience and your business, this probably isn't it because you still need to be creating content consistently. And most of the time when I see somebody struggling to grow their audience, struggling to market their business, it's because they're not creating content consistently. And there's no platform, there's no magic pill platform that is going to fix that until you start creating content consistently. Now, in my business, I have decided that I'm going to launch a community. And by the time this episode goes live, it probably will be live. Uh, So connect with me on Instagram at stephtaylor.co and you'll see, once it's live, you'll see a link from there to the community. But personally, I would rather share with a small closed community than try and perform what I think will grab the algorithm's attention. Too many of my content decisions have been made based on what I think Instagram will show to my followers. And I don't like that. I don't like performing to keep the algorithm happy. I would rather share content that goes deeper and feels more personal with a smaller group of people than trying to reach as many people as possible. Now, I already have a decent sized audience, but my big challenge is already, my big challenge is actually reaching those people who already follow me or who are already subscribed to my email list. The people who don't always see my posts in their feed or who miss my emails in their busy inboxes. And even now, when I post stories or reels or static posts, I'm always thinking, what is going to get the algorithm to show this to more people? And it's almost as if that has taken priority now over how can I serve the people that this does reach. And I don't like that. I always get amazing feedback from my subscribers about the emails that I do send. So this community won't be a replacement for my email list, but it will be a way to provide even more value. So in this case, I can send voice notes or I can send videos of behind the scenes. I can ask my community what topics they want to see on this show. I can create that two-way engagement that I can't with this podcast. So I'm experimenting with creating my community using Telegram. It's like a, it's a chat app basically, but it does have what they call broadcast channels where instead of it being like a messy group chat, I can start the conversations and then my community can interact in the comments of each thing that I post. That keeps it a little bit neater than if it were just a free for all group chat. That is one platform that is awesome. Uh, Facebook groups are pretty obvious low-hanging fruit because a lot of people use Facebook groups. I don't love them because you are still at the whim of the algorithm there. Facebook is still deciding what posts somebody sees in their newsfeed. Uh, Another one you can use is Circle. I've heard great things about Circle. 
that comes with its own app for people to download. And it's it seems to have a pretty nice user experience. I like it, uh, but it just doesn't quite fit what I wanted for my community. Please don't get too caught up in what the platform is. The platform isn't what will make the difference. The platform isn't what will grow that community faster or help you to deliver more value. So don't waste too much time researching where the best place to have it is. Instead, ask yourself these three questions before you decide to start a community. Firstly, why do you want to start a community? Like, what is this goal? What is the goal that is in this for you? Is it so that you can provide more value to the people who are already engaged with your business? Or is it to try and grow your audience? Because if you're using it as a way to try and grow your audience, it's probably going to be pretty tricky considering it's not really a top of funnel activity. It's not something that's bringing new people into your business, but it is a place to capture those new people and create more value and re-engage with them. The second question to ask is, what value will you provide in your community? Why should someone join it? What can they get in there that they can't get elsewhere? In mine, I'm showing them behind the scenes of what goes into running a million-dollar digital product business. I'm showing them how I run my podcast. I'm sharing the things that I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable sharing on social media. That, for a lot of people who follow me, is a good enough incentive to join the community. What will you provide in your community? And question number three is how do you plan to grow the community? Because you still need to be promoting this community. People won't just find it. If you have an existing audience, growing it will be much easier than if you are starting from zero because you'll already have followers or subscribers that you can promote it to. If you're starting from zero, that's fine. Don't let this put you off, but you do need to have a bit of a plan for how you will grow it. Make sure that if you are doing a community, you will plan out what you are going to post in advance because otherwise, if you're constantly thinking, oh, what am I posting today? What am I posting today? It's going to take a lot longer than if you are batching a bunch of content in one go. And also make sure that you are clear on how much interaction you want your community members to have. Is it a free-for-all where anybody can post anything or is it that they can consume your content and then they can only interact on certain posts or they can only comment on your posts because the level of interaction that they have will determine how much work you or a team member needs to put into moderating the community. So there you have it. Those are a couple of pros and cons and a few things to ask yourself about whether it's worth starting a community in your business. As always, I never want you to feel like you have to do everything in your business. This is just one extra avenue that you can add or that you can replace something you're already doing with. I will keep you posted. I will let you know how my experiment with a community goes and I'm sure I will make lots of mistakes. So don't worry, stay tuned. I will let you know what I learn along the way. And make sure you are following this podcast. Uh, Hit the plus button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so that you get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.